Hello, everybody. Welcome to RPG Cast, episode 232 for the week of July 28th, 2012. It's Olympics time! I'm glad you're here with us so we can talk about all the exciting developments in archery and cycling and swimming and um, what else? What else are we covering today? Um, Women's basketball starts today. Olympic basket weaving. Uh, There's quite a lot of events happening today, Chris. Quite a lot of events, yep. It's like after the ceremonies, they kind of start the games. Talk about those ceremonies. What the heck? They had a they had a lot of interesting stuff going on. Yeah, there was like a million Chinese people all in unison, drumming. It was no, amazing. No, no, that was four years ago. Oh, yeah. Sorry, that's okay though. Nice try. Um, but this one was better, right? Like a million British people, two million, three million. <laughs> we had dancing Indians. Does that count? Yeah, Vancouver kind of got the short end sandwich between these two ceremonies. Uh, what, 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 we had a uh, sparking rings. Oh, and Mary Poppins destroying Lord Voldemort. I like that part fest. That's my favorite part. That that was pretty good. That was pretty awesome. I was really surprised that J.K. Rowling actually got up there and read. Isn't she like I don't want to be on camera and I don't want to be in front of people? Uh, yeah, but presumably someone from the Olympic Committee said, "Hey, you know, do you want to have something important to do with the London 2012 games?" And it's like, well, I suppose. She probably did it, but begrudgingly. Unlike Paul McCartney, who looked positively enthused to be there. But he also he looked nearly high. dead. Hopefully yeah, he looks mega old now. What happened? He got old. He got Time. old is what happened. Time <laughs> happened. But he sang Hey Jude, and it was awesome, so it doesn't matter. I haven't seen anything after... Um, what was it? I think we got to... G or something, and then I got bored and did something else. <laughs> Just skip ahead to the v- to the end. I couldn't. The it was quote live. Oh really? Oh. Yes, because it didn't right. start till seven thirty our time, and by oh, ten thirty right. I was like, I'm going to do something else, and then I'll watch it today. <laughs> I can watch it in three D today. <laughs> Let me tell you, that adds nothing to the opening ceremony. No, least, it, yeah. it won't really add it. Well, I, maybe it would open. It would add it to like to the beginning. But the only part they're showing right now, because I don't have it recorded, is like the the parade, and it's not adding much to the parade of people. <laughs> Fastest parade of nations ever, says NBC's Bob Costas. Yes, but by the time they were done, you were so sick of that song, you never wanted to do it again. I know. I, I feel um, so bad for the drumming people on the sides. Drumming right, so for they an were playing hour a lot of two. different songs. They were. Michael must not have noticed that. I just still feel bad for the drummers because they were doing the same thing over and over. That would hurt your arms. So I don't know. Well, did you did you hear? About, I don't know if you guys got the commentary that we did, but the no. uh, the person the person leading the the drummer uh, the drum. Oh, that at uh, the beginning concert. that's deaf since age eleven. Yeah, is deaf. Yeah, that Brilliant. was awesome. Yeah, she's a, that's pretty sweet. I don't know what's wrong with the chat. It seems to work fine. Um. Oh, okay. Because it, it doesn't show a userness or stuff from talk about our chat. People watching live at rpgamer.com slash live every week. Um, and we're having a little issue with the chat room this week. Just try and excuse the fact that we're talking about it on the show. But yeah, for me, Mike, it's got no display. It's just empty it uh, takes room. Like, with, I've been it sitting on like, it for five uh, minutes. So. Ten seconds. But yeah, you can see my hmm. random nickname of awesome is uh, yeah. working just fine. I don't know. It's working poorly here try it in chrome or firefox or something this was chrome and okay. firefox. yeah so uh the olympic spirit has got me in the spirit of making international uh, public apologies so i'd like to make a remark that uh there was a joke made about the uh recent 
theater shooting on last week's show and I made the choice to not edit that joke out and that was a very poor decision on my part so I just wanted to apologize to people for that one um, the uh, the requisite person has been sacked oh wait no he hasn't but uh, he's not on this week you no, no well the person who made it he's not on this week so <laughs> it was Sean but uh, yeah I'm sorry about for leaving that in there guys um, and uh, let's get on with our feedback so first off, we have... Hey, Wait, Chris. did we start the show? Yeah. Did you introduce anybody? We didn't introduce anyone. That's why I didn't think we were alive yet. Oh, we're live. Oh, great. <laughs> Apparently introductions do not matter. No, they don't. Everyone Only knows the Olympics are. matter. All right. Hi, Sam. Hi, Sam. Hi, Anna. We have special guest Sam Marcello here this week. And who else matters besides Sam Marcello? Come on. Oh, uh, I feel loved. You should. Also here, Michael Tidwell. That'd be me debugging your IRC. Debugging our IRC. <laughs> Anna Marie Newfeld. I'm in your chats, breaking your mibbits. You are. <laughs> and John Yearworth. Uh, who is actually in the Olympic host country this year. Are you in the Olympics? Are you an Olympic athlete? Are you... Uh, only for synchronized lazing events. Dude, you should have found, like, the most obscure event you could have and applied for it. Like what? Um, Underwater basket weaving? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, it's... Because you're the host country, the host country gets to insert one athlete into every single event without a trial. I see. And I mean, particularly, um, well, some of my parents' friends ended up in the in the '88 Olympics in Calgary because they were just the only people who showed up for some of the events to try out. And yeah, it was crap, random crap, like underwater basket weaving. It was ridiculous. Hey, but if nobody yeah, I else think wants almost, it, no I think world, almost any metal. sports competitions would basically kill me. I, yeah. I, I am, I am a unless it's lazing around. I can, I can do that quite easily. Oh, I should unmute myself. Oh. Hey, so let's see. We should jump into. Oh, right. I had to ask you. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Also here from Los Angeles, future home of the. <laughs> Well, probably nothing. Nothing. Um, well, oh, <laughs> hey, we geez. did host the 1984 Olympics. All right, so you you had it too recently to get it again soon. Um, Emmanuel Marino. Yeah, Hi, happy to be here, Chris. You've seen the Olympic Coliseum. <laughs> you said that was pretty that fancy. So unenthusiastically. Hi, I'm so happy, happy to be here. Wait, which one's yeah, the Olympic Coliseum? Sony holds yeah? their thing right next to it. Oh. No, here's the thing that confuses me is this is the third time technically that London has hosted the Olympics, but it's the first time it's been chosen to host the Olympics. Yes. Uh, other because... times it had the Olympics, it was because some other country bailed. Well, yeah, uh, yeah. did you... They do that for the Winter Olympics, too. Do you notice that Salt Lake City is the default place to go if the host country can't do it? No, I didn't know that. Uh, which one? Salt Lake when... City? Yeah. Isn't that what Romney was a big part of? <clears throat> saving yeah. the Olympics and something like that. Yeah, after they caught for bribing the Olympics, which you know, you're, everyone does, but Utah's only one dumb enough to get caught doing. Um, they announced after that that when Nagano wasn't able to go, they're like, we can just go right back to Salt Lake if they can't get it going. Who announced that? The president of the IOC. So. After a scandal about them being bribed by a Salt Lake City, a scandal that was ch- that was recovered and had a great games and yeah. yeah, and they're like this would work fine for a oh, backup if we ever do need it again. One. Oh. It still seems like they're still pandering to them though. 
That's kind of weird. Yeah, so didn't, <clears throat> didn't London last run it in, what, 1948 or something? Yeah, right after World War II. Yeah, because they really wanted yeah. to do 88, and they couldn't get it. Mm. Yeah, they had to wait until 2012. And we'll be doing the handover ceremony to Rio, I think it is. Rio de Janeiro. Yep, yep. 2016. And now I have that song Rio in my head. My work here is done. Yes, you are. <laughs> Great. That's All better. Right. I have. Let's start have our feedback, it. guys. Oh, <laughs> uh, dear RPG cast. No, dear RPG crusaders. And by the way, the t- subject of this email is, how do you pronounce Gungnir? Gungnir. Well, that, that's how I pronounce it. Number one, Darksiders 2 is in its final grand finale of ultra-marketing saturation. The interwebs are alive with Darksiders videos, footage, and marketing. Are you getting more or less excited or about its impending release? I'm getting more and more guilty about the fact that my copy is still sealed. Of mm. two or one? Of one. What's this game oh, about? Okay. It's Zelda with the Four Horsemen of the Apocalypse. Yeah. Oh. I, I, it's a I game that I you didn't... probably should have played by now, Mike. I don't play games. <laughs> Unless we know. Era. <laughs> Yeah, we. Yeah, I follow you on Raptor, <laughs> Terra, and Dungeon yeah. Defenders. <laughs> Dungeon Defenders has been big this week. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I I still haven't I played care. one. I don't so. care for Darksiders, so, meh. I say, why do you even care about hype to begin with? Just because a company puts a bunch of videos on YouTube doesn't mean you have to watch them all. Oh, the hype comes from people who like the videos. It doesn't come just from no, the company. Uh, half hype. Half of the hype comes from PR. Yeah, teams but the other half trickling out data. Yeah. I mean, from you know, they manage the hype. They don't <laughs> cause it. I didn't even know we had hype. Yeah. The flame. For no, what? I mean, Darksiders Two. Whatever. Darksiders Two. Anything. Flame. You don't even know the name of the game. No, it looks fine. I, I mean, know the name of the game because someone wrote it on the paper. That's all. <laughs> I, I, I feel like at this point, hype doesn't work on me. I know years in advance whether I'm going to be interested in a game. And like, years, no years in advance. Game. Wow. Well, yeah, like, like sometimes games get announced years in advance, and I see, like, initial footage. Well, that's from their out. hype. No, that's just... No. What, is that Final Fantasy Thirteen Versus? <laughs> we'll have more on that later. I could have told you years ago I did not want to play that. Hey, the USA is playing Croatia right now. In which game? Women's basketball. Oh, I was hoping it was StarCraft Two or something. Hey, this <laughs> that is needs a question to be added. for Sam. Why would mm-hmm. Croatia well, should be good at StarCraft hey. Two? Hey. The crew has played and enjoyed the Yakuza series of games. Is anyone looking forward to Yakuza 5? Oh my god, yes. <laughs> I am. The answer is Sam and Sam. <laughs> I own all the Yakuza's <laughs> and haven't Manny played them. Because Manny got her into the series. Oh, right. Yes, he did. But Manny gave up on it after like three or after so, right? After three, because he was upset with three. Well, we should no, let him speak I just, for himself. I, I, I played one and two back to back and I had enough. It's like sort of like Assassin's Creed... Sort of like Assassin's Creed uh, 2, 3. I, I enjoyed Assassin's Creed 2, and I say, and I enjoyed Assassin's Creed 2, 2, but, you know, I had my fill. don't need any more of it. At the time of the, Assassin, two, of the Yakuza 3 controversy, it seemed like you were making statements that no, made it sound like I, I, that was why I you were done with it. I just wish they would have been honest about I hated their, their BSPR lies, and yeah. they just would have been honest and said, we didn't want to spend the money on this. Instead of giving excuses like, oh, well, our audience wouldn't understand this, this content anyway, and blah, blah. It's like, no. If, if you're playing a game from Sega, Bell, Yakuza, you can't, you're not here because it's a GTA clone. 
I like this world Manny lives in where PR people are honest about anything. No, you know what? I deal. Or have a hey! <laughs> no, don't. No, don't you even make me go there with you. I do live in that world where PR people are honest. <laughs> I know what you lie about. Don't don't you make know, me it's, go it's, there. It's, it's you know dealing with indie devs and indie and, and small developers who are forthright with their fans and tell you what's really going on, rather than a bunch of companies trying to give you spin. I do live in that world, and I don't like the companies that don't do that. I have seen plenty of indies do spin. Oh, I'm not saying it doesn't exist, but I'm saying like just the West is a good game. The, you know what's nice about indies doing spin oh, oh. is that they're not good at it, so you can see through it pretty easily. Yeah, there is that. <laughs> so I kind of like it when they try to do spin because it's just amusing. And you're like, really? Did you really try to say that? You know, not yeah. all PR companies and uh, like all these people are bad. Like, I think like Runic Games does a great job when they mess up or they disappoint their fans. They should have say, "Hey, this is going to take longer because this, this, and this." I'm sorry. I don't. And that's it. They move on. Why they just say it takes longer? I think they said now, they, they said why in the past two yeah, weeks or like so. Saying unless somebody dies, we'll have it out by the end of 2011. That's just more Max Schaefer just talking. No, that wasn't Max Schaefer. <laughs> that was Travis Baltry. Wasn't it like a Twitter quote or something? No, it was all over their forums and on their page. I don't think it was anything official, though. It was no official statement. No, it. no, yeah, that was like an official statement. That was like a sticky at the top of like the Torchlight 2 forums and on the Torchlight 2 page. I'm pretty sure no company has ever said officially, unless someone on our team dies, we will... No, sh- that's actually what they said. I, I, I know they said it, but I Okay, it doesn't matter. So, I know they said it, but they didn't say matter. it. <laughs> I mean, we're just arguing... I mean, what's the quote that everybody picked up in all of the articles about it? You should go back and look. Uh, okay, Anna. I'm stupid. You're right. I'm sorry. <laughs> she didn't call you stupid. Who cares if we remember a quote or not, or if Anna's misremembering a quote or not? The point is... Most of us don't care about Yakuza 5. Except for me, and that's because Haruka is now a playable character, which should be hilarious. Yes. Who is that? Haruka is is, uh, Kazuma Kiryu's adopted daughter, and she, between Yakuza's 1 and 3, has been kidnapped about 12 times. So now she's going to be an actual playable character, which this is kind of hilarious. Scott and I have been speculating as to whether or not this is her getting her revenge on every person that's potentially kidnapped her. And she's just going to go ape crap. It, you know what? For what it's worth, Yakuza 5 looks like it's going to be kind of the finale. Just because um, Kiryu, they're portraying him as really old. He's now a taxi driver in the game for some reason. Uh, the whole point is apparently he's trying to pay for what Haruka wants to do for her life and... Then you have a couple of the other characters from 4 coming back. Uh, one of them who was in prison for, I think it's like four or five years after 4. So there's some good plot stuff that I think is developing. And I don't know. I'm just excited to see where it goes. It's Especially after Ye- Dead Souls being crappy. <laughs> was it bad? Uh. Um, okay. The story in Dead Souls was surprisingly fun and actually really well told. The gameplay was awful. That's too bad. Well, they took out the whole point of Yakuza, which is to walk up to guys and smash them over the head with chairs and punch them in the face for really crappy shooting. I don't know. (laughs) You're asking someone who's running on like four hours of sleep. (laughs) Well, I'm I'm just genuinely curious. Which order works better? Do you punch the face first or do you hit with the chair first to get them? I usually go for the chair, then the punch. Chair, then the punch. Okay. (laughs) 
I, I'm just, just stagger him with the chair, and then you hit him with the. If fist. I ever go to Japan and I run into some yakuza members, I need to know how to quickly take care of them. And now I know. Um, chair punch. Chair punch. <laughs> Do you know punch. how hard it is to find chairs on the streets of Akihabara? <laughs> you know, you're chair right. Punch. I've been there. It is very difficult. I can find Casio watches very easily, though. <laughs> oh, goodness. I'm not sure that's going to net you the desired effect, Chris. <laughs> no, but I'll know what time they kicked my ass. <laughs> 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 Number four, in its latest earnings report, or should I say loss report, Nintendo said it plans to sell 18.5 million 3DS units by the end of March 2013. Do you think this is uh, doable? Does it help if I mention that they have sold 1.86 million units this past first quarter? Do you even care? Ding, ding, Numbers ding, 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 ding. Um, well, first quarter is spectacular for hardware in general. Mm-hmm. Well, they are the other thing that came out of the earning report is that they are now profitable on the 3DS systems, so they're making money on them. Um, Which is unusual because usually they don't release a system unless they make profit on it. Well, they, they remember I think they did, and then they lost when they did the price drop, mm-hmm. and that that made them start losing money. And now they've caught up. I know it's that's just strange that they would even do that. Yeah, but eh, that's what they did. Because um, they wanted it to sell, and they wanted the good rep from dropping it 80 bucks. So, let's see, 18.5 million units at a rate of 2 million. So, if they continue selling 2 million units a quarter, they're not going to make this, right? Or is this Math total is total 18.5? Or 18.5 from now till then? I'm really not yeah, sure I mean, what he's saying. If they said by the end of March 2013 as in a total number, well, that's different. Yeah, that might be doable. And, and the XLs with coming the XL out. coming out, out? yeah, yeah. I think the it's still high. But who knows? And this is what I hate about releasing a new system: it makes it look like more people have these things than they do because people just replace systems they already have. It's not like everybody the, buying an XL is a, a first-time owner or anything like that. Hey, Quinn, did I remember to hear like, you because you're not getting a charger cord? Oh, the. <laughs> yes. What was I'm, that, Soriana? Did I remember to near at you because you're not getting a charging cord? Uh, no, you didn't. Poor Britain. Neener. (laughs) The only region that the 3DS XL is selling with a charger cord is the US. That's right. That's fun. So, Mike, what was that stat with the DS? How many everybody in Japan had three of them? Four of them? No, (laughs) but it was like the number of DS sold in Japan was something like 60% of the population. Jeez. It was like, that's just not possible. (laughs) (laughs) That's a lot of people with DSs. Yeah, that I mean, said, I, I saw sell. a lot of them in Japan. So, and that was yeah. in 09 when the DS was actually kind of rather popular. So, see, um, I didn't see near as many. I saw so many more cell phones and stuff. Well, you went a couple of years before that. I guess they hadn't hit their peak. Yeah. Well, and Dragon Quest had just come out when I went. So. Oh well, duh. Then yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but still, it was like okay, there are that many DSs, but you only stole four million. I'm going to say only, only four million Dragon Quest. So I don't think you have the full captive audience no, here. No, probably not. Well, they don't all want to play Dragon Quest. Yes, they do. RPGs, oh wait, yes, number five. RPGs are too new school. Talk about your favorite point-and-click adventures from back in the Dizay. What? Commander right. Keen. Commander Keen for Anna. That's not a point-and-click adventure. I know, I didn't. The problem was <laughs> is I didn't play point-and-click. Oh, wait, 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 wait. No, I played Day of the Tentacle. There yes. you go. Yes, you See, win. I was going to say Maniac Mansion myself. 
Um, they have the tentacle. This would be like the King's Quest stuff, right? Yeah. Yeah, I played a lot of King's Quest and Space Quest and Police Quest. My first point-and-click adventures were Mist and Riven, and Riven would have been one of my favorites. Wow, you're it's like barely old school. I know, it's not... That's all I've got. Sorry. Actually, <laughs> you didn't... Uh, I don't know. I, it's it's me, naughty I, about how old is old school. And no, 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 no what's worse is I didn't play those till college. Oh, I don't know why we talk to you anymore. I know. <laughs> uh, for me, it's a throw-up, actually, between Day of the Tentacle and the first Sam and Max game. Sweet. That one was really good. Both good games. Oh, I played Leisure Suit Larry. Is that a point and click? <laughs> I think, yeah, I think the originals were. Um, I think so, yeah. Yeah, that's a Sierra. It wasn't the Sierra style, right? I don't know. I don't know what I'm talking about. I didn't play those games. All right. <laughs> this, this letter. <laughs> Kevin Nagel writes in TRPG Cast. I'd like to Wait, begin. You didn't have any challenge for us this week? Nope. Those, those that, were the, the five challenge. questions. That was it. Oh, I thought that was a faster version. No, no. <laughs> Dear RPG Cast, I'd like to begin by saying keep up the good work. That said, I think it's time for some new hip changes to the podcast. Could we retitle it RPG Craft and make it a podcast led by Anna where she talks about World of Warcraft for an hour and a half with her co-hosts Sophie, Simon, and Manny. Sophie and Simon are my two cats. And apparently Manny has to just sit here and listen to her Manny talk about Warcraft. <laughs> I don't know what's going on here. Also, while I have nothing but the utmost respect for you, Chris, you represent the old regime from RPCast Dark Times. Still, for your efforts in producing the podcast, I think you should remain a part of it. I was thinking you could let Simon use your microphone. Simon is my cat, remember? Then during the live stream, you could randomly walk by in the background, <laughs> which is what my cat does. <laughs> what do you think? Well, so far, Simon gets more attention than you, so it might work out. <laughs> it might work out, yes. I think you're right. All right. This is a, that letter is more relevant to people who come to the live stream, which we live stream almost every Saturday, 9 a.m. Pacific, noon Eastern, right here at rpgamer.com slash live with a Mibit chat applet that only works if you don't have Adblock on right now, which we just learned during the podcast today. We have learned things. We yes. have learned things. All right. Question from Master Chief. While I don't expect you guys to welcome Western gaming into your hearts anytime soon, I wonder what it is that makes a game worth that sort of nose-turning. There are many games I dislike, many genres I don't take pleasure in, and there's certainly more than a few companies whose business practices rub me the wrong way, but I've never understood the outright disdain so many people have towards the existence of first-person shooters, JRPGs, or what have you. Worse yet is the assumptions made only based on appearance, or the idea that stories with gruff soldiers cannot have emotional impact, or angst-ridden teenagers can never make for interesting characters. While certainly elitists exist in any medium, it seems that gamers are the least willing to live and let live. What is it that makes us, and I'll admit I've had my bad moments, so willing to look down upon one another? So he's asking about the gamers in, in general, not necessarily just us on the, on the show here. Uh, why they? Uh, why people just outright just blanket say, "Oh, FPSs are dumb. They can't have emotional impact. JRPGs just angsty teenagers. How stupid!" What what, what makes gamers make that sort of assumption? It doesn't. That's um, just the way people I think they're a vocal minority. Work. I think that they just happen to scream the loudest. I mean, there's a lot of people like me who are simply ambivalent about sort of these sort of games. Yeah, but nobody I ever... dislike a lot of the players because, I'm sorry, some of the stereotypes about them are true, and I'm not calling out any particular genre when I'm saying that. I'm saying if there's a stereotype about a genre, chances are it's because lots of people fall under that, not all of them. Mm. But I, I think, think that... Sorry, one last thing. I think mm -hmm. it's more honest to me 
to me to be ambivalent about a game than pretend faint interest. Okay. Okay. So we're gamers. We interact with gamers. Therefore, we critique gamers. Okay. Mm-hmm. I know other people who aren't gamers, like my wife, and she will find people who critique Twilight until it's dead. You know, yeah. there, there are these people who, you know, follow the stereotypes and complain about the stereotypes and all that thing, you know, in all the genres, we just have to be gamers. I don't believe we stand out as the worst or the loudest or anything like that. Well, what I find weird here is I think the stereotypes he chose are generally true. It's not like he's saying things that aren't really, that have a lot of counterexamples. The idea that shooters have good stories with emotional impact, there's very few of them that do. And that angst-ridden teenagers are kind of a common trope in JRPGs? Well, they are. Well, I mean, people no, no, have criticized no. JRPG storytelling for years. He didn't say they were common. He said that they couldn't make interesting characters out well, of Well, okay. Yeah. Hmm. And I thought angsty, you know, world ends with you characters were still, you know, kind of interesting. Okay. So I think there are counterexamples. I don't, I don't know. Maybe well, Gears of War is more feely than I think, but I seriously doubt it. <laughs> well, <laughs> I think he's referring to maybe more I... like Spec Ops, which has a, a bigger focus on its story nowadays. I don't know. Um, actually, one of the things I found confusing is some people seem to confuse, um, like, sort of emo, wanksty teenagers with, well, showing, a, showing an emotion as a differentiation from acting like cardboard. You mean Cloud? <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah, uh, I guess it's the difference between Final Fantasy VII and Persona, where you have a lot of angst in both, but um, exactly. some but those characters, characters are pretty flat and some characters are not. You can guess which game has which. <laughs> yeah. Um. I, I also Maybe find it's you... the subtle difference between angst and wankst. <laughs> I don't know what wankst is. I don't want to know what wankst is. I don't want to know what wankst is on the podcast. <laughs> wankst is whiny angst. Oh, okay. <laughs> Oh, I don't know. People in Persona are pretty whiny. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> especially you still you like ever, them anyway. Especially if you ever reverse the relationship. Oh man! I think uh, I think gamers tend to make very uh, broad classifications about game genres to help limit what they feel they need to worry about playing or buying or spending money on, just to help the decision making process. Oh, and so no, I, I still think that happens in movies and stuff. You get people who are like, well, I'm just not going to see that because it's stupid. And you're like, well, you I think don't even know what it is. I think it's bigger in games since the price is like six times, you know? I don't know because, yeah, it's six times, but a movie is two hours long and I just paid 15 bucks. Yeah. Oh, that's a good point. I think there's also just, it's a defense mechanism. Sometimes you don't want to talk about certain things that you feel you don't have interest in, so it's easier to put it down then actually make an effort to understand it. Ah. And you see that a lot with especially younger gamers. You know, my nephew comes up to me all the time, Auntie, the games you play are really stupid, and I have to remind him, <laughs> it's like, you only play Pokemon, so what else is new? <laughs> right? Like, little things like that. But the defense thing is, well, Pokemon has lots of depth, and no, 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 I'm just, I try to tell him, it's like, you know what? One has depth. You like it. I don't. That's okay. Why don't you like Pokemon, Sam? I'm just over it right now. <laughs> It'll be one a... of those I'll play it again soon enough. All right, you better. My, I, still my... find it, I, I still find it amusing that the I believe the response to uh, the, the response to the um, thread immediately after the question was a JRPG suck. 
<laughs> post. Yes. Oh, crap, what did I do? Yeah, that that thread was a bit weird this week. It wasn't a lot I could put in the show. <laughs> Uh, if you'd like to contribute to our message board threads, board.rpgamer.com is the place to do it. All right. And also, another weird thing. Last uh, week, Sean uh, encouraged you to call in with your crime reports, and somebody actually did. And I, somebody called in and talked about being molested by a man in a Moogle suit, and I'm not going to play the call. But thank you for that. I appreciate it. Um, if you'd like to call and leave us voicemails, and uh, hopefully not so much about how... Um, former unofficial Squaresoft employees may have or may have not touched you, you can do so at 608-729-4098. That's our phone number. Board.rpgamer.com is our message boards, and podcast.rpgamer.com is our email address. And We look forward to your comments. All right. One last bit of serious business before we jump into the news here. Um, RP Gamer is participating in the Extra Life marathon 24-hour gaming marathon in october i think it's october 20th this year and we have a team up and ready to go called rp gamer that you can join um we do this every year this is a this is something that we do to help raise money to heal kids the money that we raise from the marathon goes towards children miracle network hospitals in the local area of the people who are playing and and who you are sponsoring in the in the event so i'm signed up sam you're signed up we got other people signed up um, and you can uh, join our team, or you can sponsor one of the people on our team, and the can money I... will go to uh, local hospitals in their area to help heal kids, and we'll be streaming it live uh, October 20th in some way, shape, or form. What's up, Sam? I was going to say, this is a really important event that I feel that people should be you know, participating, however which way you do it. You know what? It's just to bring up cancer awareness, all right? You know, well, not many people know this, for an example, but right now I'm living in a house with two people who have cancer. So for me, this event's very important because I'm not just doing it for the children of Sick Kids Hospital, but I'm doing it to raise awareness for what my parents have. So, you know, I encourage you, I implore you, you know, kids are strong little fighters and we got to do our best to support them. And, uh, I am also technically a childhood cancer sufferer myself, so... I said somebody in your life has been touched by cancer, so it's critical that we do our best for these people. And if we don't show that we fight, then why are we doing this at all? Um, actually, Extra Life has its roots in cancer. Um, the the person who organized it uh, was friends with a little girl who came down with cancer, and she didn't make it. Um, but they committed <clears throat> to keep uh, trying to make uh, money to help deal kids deal with cancer, and they've expanded it to other diseases as well, since it's now um, generally the Children's Miracle Network Hospital, which is a hospital network that focuses on healing kids. That's what the, that's what the hospitals are there for. They're children's hospitals specialty, specializing in healing yeah. children and attending to their needs and the different things that they need in a, in a hospital room and the different things they need as far as care and support for their families than an adult needs. And so that's what you're raising money for. And uh, please... Uh, join our team or better just donate your money and uh help cheer us along while we're playing eric rpg's in our chat room uh you can find him eric rpg on twitter he's uh he's gonna be streaming god of war killing gods to save the children he says so i love (laughs) it (laughs) also on our team uh greg hayward uh eric kelly sam marcello anna marie newfeld scott wachter and myself uh that's who's Uh, on our team so far i may also have i may also have a stream up and running myself so beautiful love it john and uh that's uh that's it 
uh, our team name is RP Gamer. You can find us on extra-life.org, and we will have a big article with links on how you can donate soon on the site. And I think we'll be partnering again with PlayStation Nation, so you can be part of their awesome drawing by supporting us. And, uh, well, and we'll have hey, lots of hey, RP Chris, Gamer things. I and, never, uh, yeah. My mom never got her prize. She was very upset. Which... For from PlayStation Nation, she never got her prize. Which prize? She was looking. She was looking forward to playing her copy of Killzone Two. Are you kidding? He never sent it to her. He never sent it. Oh, and we I need to harass asked him. him many a times. Oh, yeah, that was a problem with some he of the just, codes. He so. said he just got all the prizes finally sent out like three weeks ago. It took mm-hmm. a long For time. Last year, I know, right? I know. Wow. So I don't know if it's just taking a while to get to her. Or mm-hmm. if something messed up with the address, but uh, oh, I just thought it was funny. She's like, "Where's my copy of Killzone 2 so yeah, I can learn how to play a shooter?" I'm like, "Mom, I actually have an extra copy of Killzone 3. Maybe I can send it to her." <laughs> I'm joking. It was just one of those really funny sort of things. I'm looking, going, "Why do you want to play a shooter?" And she was just like, "Why not?" Because <laughs> yeah. I can. I my actually didn't special. get all the digital codes out till uh, just last Thursday, because. Yeah, the drawing was a mess last year, and we're going to do things a lot better this year. But uh, suffice to say, the drawing results weren't done till February, and then I slacked on getting my handful of digital codes out till <laughs> July, and it's oh, it was awful, just awful. But we'll do it better next year. And um, so I need to write you a script. Apparently. Yes, you need to write me a script, and more importantly, uh, please know that when you're donating, the focus hopefully isn't the prizes. It's uh, on no, it's the children because that part's handled quite quickly and the money gets there immediately <laughs> so that part's good because <laughs> we don't do it <laughs> um thanks for joining us in the previous extra lives and i hope you'll join us again this year uh, yay extra life yay extra life and you know what else is yay final fantasy 13 versus 13 is not canceled yoichi Wait. wata the uh the company president uh says that Contrary to the uh, to Lucifer's swearing up and down on Monday, Final Fantasy Versus 13 is not canceled. Here's the tweet translated from Japanese, so my apologies if it's slightly inaccurate. There's someone making a false rumor that Versus was canceled. Haha, <laughs> just a minute ago, the regular Versus meeting ended. If you saw the presentation of the city, it'd knock you off your feet. LOL. Well, you know what's awesome? Yeah. They're trying to make Versus to be a longer development process than 14. Apparently. <laughs> I mean, how many years ago did we see this game? You can kind of think it might be canceled, Six. but you haven't seen it in two years. I'm sorry. That's just lame. I mean, it was on the schedule for this upcoming Final Fantasy event already. Why would people suddenly drop a brick and go, oh my god, it's canceled. We haven't heard about it in two years. Except it was just announced for being shown. This whole thing was stupid. Yep. So it just wasn't shown, and Square Enix... <laughs> I, I'm going to still say they did a bad job of PR with this game um, by announcing it so early and letting it just sit that people started thinking it was canceled. Um, they well, either should have delayed the announcement or shown something, but We remember you know, what happened, right? We remember what happened. Apparently no, not. do you remember what happened? No, The whole thing me. was part of Novala Crystallis. Yes. So they had this tri-game name that they were going to use and you know everybody thought well they're going to come out relatively recently now why it hasn't come out who knows but the reason they showed it early was because of that branding you know when i first saw that i was like oh this is gonna suck since these games are gonna take years to come out hey look how accurate you are (laughs) apparently i was see i've learned to be cynical square enix um you have taught me well (laughs) have i (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> I think we taught each other. <laughs> you no, I meant Square Enix taught oh, us. Oh, Square Enix. Oh, okay. Got it. Thank you, Square Enix, for teaching us not to trust you. <laughs> anyway, uh, it's coming. People excited? Manny, are you excited that Final Fantasy Versus... You don't even care about Versus 13, do you? Do you? You the 13 man? Did you mute? Oh, you must have muted. All right. You must have muted and walked it, away. For, for me, it's, it has Final and Fantasy in the title, so that alone shows I don't care. Oh, I'll be getting this, because the game, everything I've seen of the game looks cool, and I like the I like the environment and stuff. Uh, I like seeing fantasy RPGs set in... Uh... Oh, wait, Final Fantasy VII was like that, too, and I didn't like that that much, so maybe it I don't like this. I don't know. only like that for, like, the first eight hours, and they're like, oh, wait, no, we're going to go back to open-world fantasy stuff. Oh, okay. Hmm. <clears throat> All right, I, I'm undecided. I need to see more. I need to see gameplay. <laughs> I need to see gameplay. I, 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 I might buy it, but when it comes out kind of thing, you know, you know, that's what I'm waiting I'm for. I'm probably going to want to buy it, but I'm not like, first day, oh boy, I better go get it. But, you know, that also means that, hey, if you show me a game I like, that can change. All right. Well, I don't have a game you like, but uh, here's a game that a lot of other people like, and it's coming out September 25th, Myths of Pandaria. Officially announced with a release date. In addition, this ver- this edition uh, this edition of the edition will be thirty nine ninety nine for the game, fifty nine ninety nine for a digital deluxe edition that gets you like the pets and the banner in Diablo three and some portraits for StarCraft two and a mount and stuff. Um, or you can get the collector's edition for eighty bucks, uh, seventy nine ninety nine, which you can pre order now on Amazon and stuff. Which will have the uh, behind the scenes DVD, soundtrack CD, an art book, and a mouse pad. Uh, and, uh, yeah, all that comes out September 25th, and I think only Anna and I care. Behind no, I the scenes of oh, how wild, you develop oh. a game. Wow. Say what? I, I mean, it's like behind the scenes of how you develop a game. I'm sitting there thinking, I'm like, I saw that for two years. I don't know how much I would put on a DVD. Oh, right, behind the scenes? Yeah. yeah I don't, they, like, just, it's, mm. they have a standardized collector's edition package that's been working well for them for years, and they do the same thing with every game for, for the most part. Like all the things you, listed there, they do that, and then they'll do a couple other things maybe in the package, possibly. Have you liked seeing these things? Uh, yeah, they were nice. I mean, the videos. Yeah, they're okay. Like behind the scenes? Okay. Yeah, they're, they're, they're not worth paying lots. Of, they're not worth paying for. If that's what you're trying to get, at. For? no. They the the behind the scenes DVD is probably the least valuable part. It will be the part you use the least and go back and watch the least, and it will okay. also be leaked onto YouTube. So yeah, YouTube, save me. Uh, the soundtrack's <laughs> nice, except on WoW, it's very easily to extract all the sounds from the game files, and mm-hmm. um, the mouse pad I don't use. The art book is super nice, uh, and that's up to you whether or not you go back and look through your collector's art books or not. So I wish I did, but I don't. Yeah. So I don't know. Um, I think I'll have fun with a panda on a mouse pad, though. So I'm liking that. Anyway, I got it. It's I got colored. the only mouse pad I need. You're you're making me think, though, Mike. You might convince me to go drop down to the digital deluxe edition instead. Look at me saving you money. You might. You might save me twenty bucks. Because I definitely care about the the digital bonuses. I like the pets and mountain stuff. So. Mm-hmm. Especially with the pet battle system, Pandokemon, or whatever we're going to call it. Uh, actually, I, I, I I'm call assuming it you're Pandokemon. probably going to get to this later, but have you actually uh, tried the pet battle thing? I have I not. I need to log into the beta and do that. Have you? No. Okay. That's why I asked. We should do it together. I need to re-download the beta. Oh. Well, never mind then. 
I'm wondering, Trust there's probably very limited time before the beta will be turned off. What'd you say? Give me, give me a few hours. Alright. Oh, Planescape Torment. Who likes Planescape Torment? Is that an RPG? Yeah. I've always wanted to play it. It's an old school um, Infinity Engine type RPG. One of those oh. Baldur's Gate style ones. I don't know if it's actually in the Infinity Engine or not, but uh, it's got that look, that 2.5D perspective. 2.5D, coming back at you. And it's, you know, old school D&D &D and all that stuff. Anyway. Oh, okay, uh, okay, I was thinking, I'm sorry, I was thinking something else. Yeah, okay. Yeah, this uh, is the one with the talking skull. I need to play this game so bad, and I have not, and I feel so bad and like a failure to Western RPG design that I haven't played it. But anyway, Obsidian's Chris Av Avalone, the lead designer of Planescape Torment, he's thinking about starting a Kickstarter to maybe uh, bring back Planescape Torment. But uh, he has some comments. Uh, he was asked about it, and he's like, with Torment, I'd argue that the D&D base actually in places got in the way of the experience. Um, it was a lot harder to make a game with those ideas in it. That with D&D mechanics so much we had to break a lot of those mechanics uh, and he also says I think people are already getting tired of hearing about it he's referring to Kickstarter people are also running out of money for it and here I think he's wrong because we can just look at Ouya um, people have plenty of money to waste on things that will never come out so wow oh sorry we uh, we, we weren't thrilled with the Ouya welcome somebody's clicking or flipping something and now they stop. Anyway. Whoever's playing with the pen should stop. Yeah, it's a pen or something. I don't know what it is. It's weird. Anyway, so you guys ragged on it for a while. We did. We you... did. You missed that on Monday. But uh, yeah, we're not we're not too hot on Ouya, but uh, maybe we should be. This hasn't no, no, changed no. your stance in the last three weeks. So About what? Ouya. What hasn't? The fact that you, you're still not hot about it. I'm like, that hasn't changed. Right. You haven't been hot about it for a while. So. Right, right. Nothing has changed, but I am enjoying my $1 contribution so I can watch them say things like, hey, it's my birthday, so here's a, here's a picture of something. Who the hell cares? You guys are making a console. I know. <laughs> but this isn't a, a fan club, all right? Now, it, oh, wait, it wasn't a picture. It about. was the welcome sound that you'll hear when you boot the console up. What? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I guess. I mean, seriously, this is yes. what you guys have to do. Yes, um, I'll have to play that for you later. It's it's fantastic. Um, it's if I ever create a soundboard for RP Gamer, I'm gonna put it on there because there you go. You know, we need that for, for a soundboard for the RPG cast specifically. I'm looking at a new man. I need to redo this whole podcast. We need to we need to reformat. We need to like just shake up the format. We need to come up with like some sound bites and transitions. Man, I, I gotta I gotta lock down and go into development mode for this thing. I need Is to kickstart it. Or after we get to two fifty. Let's kickstart it. Oh okay. and buy lots of equipment. <laughs> anyway, All Planescape. In house. Yes, yes. Planescape Ooh. <laughs> there we go. Ooh. He's like, All right, where do I start that? This is a good idea. <laughs> I need this house in order to make this podcast. It won't happen. Oh without no, the no, house. no, 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 no. No, no, no. My house first. Oh, your house? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you, you have a house. Yes, and you can come right. and set I up only in need it. enough for the down payment. Of my house? Yeah. I'm already on a mortgage. What down payment? No, f well, not for your house, for my house. I don't know. No, not your house. <laughs> <laughs> in the middle my of my street. house is more expensive than All your right. house. So Planescape Torment might turn into a Kickstart, might not. Apparently Beamdog, the people making the Baldur's Gate stuff, are also thinking about uh, 
doing a Kickstarter or maybe not doing a Kickstarter, but getting into reviving Planescape Torment. And speaking of those Baldur's Gate guys, we had a ton of details come out from them. Tons and tons and tons. Manny should talk about it because he wrote the story. Yeah, he's here. Manny, you back? No. No, I think he stormed off earlier or something. I don't know what's going on. So, Manny, Manny, come back to us. Manny, come back. All right. Manny, we need you to talk about Baldur's Gate. Are you actually reading what you're typing? I am. Well, because otherwise people don't know what I'm typing. Because it's an audio show. They can't see what I'm typing. Manny, come back. Manny, come back. You You can blame it all on me. Yes. (laughs) We'll sing to him. I was wrong. Manny, come back. All right. So I secretly hate you now, Chris, for getting that stuck in my head. You Sorry know that, about right? that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It was much secret, but that's okay. So here's here's the here's the skinny on Baldur's Gate Enhanced Edition details that we just got this week. Uh, let's see. It has got a release date, September 18th, right? September 18th. Um, it is. They've also said a lot of the things that they've added to it. So I'm just going to go through this and kind of bullet point them for you. It's got the new interface designed for high resolution and tablets. It's got new multiplayer system that's, uh, or I guess an improved multiplayer system and cross-player, cross-platform multiplayer and matchmaking. There's new cinematics. There's 400 different bug fixes and refinements. Um, 18 hours of new content. Uh, in addition to the original game, the Tales of the Sword Coast expansion. This is Baldur's Gate 1. Uh, there's a new NPC the Kalashite monk named Rasad in Bashir, who's uh, got a playable adventure in a place called the Cloud Peaks. They've got Nira, who is a wild mage, whose adventure is in a hideaway. They've got an, another new character named Dorn Il Khan, a half-human, half-orc blackguard on a quest for revenge. And he uh, his adventure includes the blackguard class kit, so the whole new class for you. And uh, you can romance all the characters. And they each add four hours of additional gameplay for each adventure they have. Uh, let's see. And there's an also standalone adventure that's also added to the game that's not tied to a character called the Black Pits, where you're controlling a party of six to eight uh, t- people to engage in arena-style battles deep within the Underdark after you've been invited there by um, a nefarious person. Uh, it's coming out on September 18th. It'll be 20 bucks on PC and Mac. It'll be $10 on tablets, but you have to buy um, like the new character stuff and, and the new adventure separately. So that'll bring the total cost up to 20 But if you just want to play Baldur's Gate with the new fixes, the cheapest way to do that would be on tablets. Otherwise, 20 bucks on PC and Mac. And of course, if you kickstarted it, did they do a Kickstarter? They didn't do a Kickstarter for this, right? They just did it on their own? Yeah, I don't recall a Kickstarter. Yeah, no Kickstarter. Okay, so uh, yeah, twenty bucks on PC, Mac, ten bucks on tablets, and that's uh, that's what we know. And look for that on the eighteenth. Okay. What? I thought we were doing this in order. No, I know. I'm sorry about that, <laughs> but uh, I decided to try to transit, transit, transition, Tran- transit to transit. All right, getting back that's on my, order. That's We've what got, my brother-in-law calls my my son transit. Ah. Well, you know what Square Enix now calls Final Fantasy fourteen? Yes, I do. A Realm Reborn. Yes, it is. Oh, you already knew that. All right, well, tell me I about did. it, Mike. Tell me. Tell me about it. <coughs> well, that's all I know, because I could read titles, too. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I mean, come on. This, this is the 2.0 we've been waiting for. What more do you want to talk about? Yeah, it's 2.0. They named it A Realm Reborn. 
Um, they're still committing to it coming out on PS3 and PC. And here's the question. And I think it was a good question you brought up. Are they going to try and resell the game on PC? I don't know. So, like, I mean, people who own Final Fantasy XIV now, will they have to go out and buy a new box copy of Final Fantasy XIV, oh, no. A Realm Reborn? No, no, they've said they won't. This is not an expansion. Okay. I mean, that's the one thing they're saying is, like, if you have it, you're not buying it again. We're not, we're not reselling the game to, to you guys. Obviously, if you don't have it, you still need to buy it. But, okay. yeah, no, this this is not being treated as an expansion. This is just, whoops, we're really going to try again. Okay. That, that's fine. Uh, 14, you, you're going to try a Realm Reborn, right? Oh, yeah. Do we have to call it a Realm Reborn? 2.0 is so much faster. It's easier point. to type, It's too. only one syllable difference. A Realm Reborn, but the R's. You trip over the R's. How about 2. just 2. Realm is easier Reborn to say. and drop to A? Realm Reborn. What, how about you stop playing Dungeon Defenders? What are you doing? Um, I pushed a button on Steam. And Can we I call like, it R? <laughs> no. I like how I get like five pop-ups when Michael starts playing Dungeon Defenders. Why do you get five? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, because you get Steam and Raptor. I get Steam and, and Raptor. And, no, it's just those two. I'm just exaggerating. Oh. I'm just exaggerating because I'm All short. Right. So if you don't care about Final Fantasy A Realm Reborn, which most people don't, and we'll let you know if it actually gets better. Um, which you should. No, I don't think you should. Given given that it's, I, I don't know. I mean, I'm still the eleven addict, so I'm ready to see. A you new quit 14. eleven though. I keep trying, but I can't find my thingy to cancel. Oh, you haven't officially canceled yet. You should Chris, totally he, cancel and wait I can't for the expansion. Find my code maker thingy. You can't find your authenticator. Yeah. <laughs> he just can't quit. He just can't quit it. Yeah. He just can't I quit tried. it. You really it's should. Like broke back mountain. You can't log into it either. Well, I could. I could just use my 14 one instead. But I would have to quit what I have. You have to, you have to throw out your current authenticator. Because once you disconnect a Final Fantasy authenticator, they won't let you reuse it. <laughs> it's so terrible. What a broken system. All right. So it's, it's rather secure of them. I will say that. It's very, very secure of them. Um, what's up with the... Uh, with, with the Oh, Terra, because they announced a new uh, big patch expansion thing. Um, what do you mean, big patch expansion thing? The Argon a- Queen coming in August. Yeah, I don't know if we really call it an expansion. They just—it's their first major content update. All right, so let me hit you with these bullets: new raid content, or their first raid content. So they have ten-player raids coming with this. They have, yeah, which okay. I don't know because it's like. Well, you haven't gotten the, you haven't gotten a max level anyway, so that's not for you yet. Well, uh, no, but I mean, it's it doesn't seem that. Um, how do I phrase this? <clears throat> it doesn't seem. What are the dungeons if they're not raids? Uh, dungeons. How is it different? Single party versus different? multiple parties is usually the distinction. Okay, so they're gonna. Oh, I see. So the it's raid balanced is balanced for ten people I instead of five. So I have to talk to nine morons. Yes, and you'll probably need to like recruit them out of your guild because it'll be significantly harder that you're going to want to try them over and over and get better at them over time. But they already have hard versions of dungeons that people can't finish. Why do we have new hard versions of dungeons we can't finish? I don't know. It's Korean. Don't ask me. Uh, <laughs> you've got new skills for Lancer and Warrior. You have... Let's see. There's... <coughs> I don't know what the Sirjuka Gallery is. I, okay. That's a weird feature. Argon Corpus. Uh, invaded a huge Argon Corpus installation and plunder. It's, I guess that's a new 
dungeon. Uh, there's new yeah. Chandra Mania, which is fight her. I don't know what that means. Is that a raid? Is that a dungeon? And then there's arena combat coming. Battlegrounds. Basically, they're adding battlegrounds. They're calling them battlegrounds. So, but they have PvP, right? I they don't already know have if them? this Shaq's news is a good story. I'm on the Terra site. I linked the Terra <clears throat> site. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was confused what the heck look you're at talking the, about. You didn't even look at the thing. <laughs> well, no, because I got the newsletter. Why would I ever look at this? <laughs> All right. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm linking Terra's site. This is what they're saying about it. Whoa. Okay. Real scary yeah, looking so, boss. So they're fixing Lantern Warrior. That's nice. Yep. Um... The rest of the stuff, yeah, just looks like new content for high levels, which is great because <clears throat> so far everybody gets to 60 and then says, well, gee, I'm bored and I don't want to do that again. Yeah, so what are the current issues with Terra right now? The current issues with Terra are Vanarchy. What um, does that mean for people who don't speak Terra? All right, so Vanarchy is the ability to own a province. If you To own uh, areas. A, in, okay, so you own regions in the game. You own regions of the game. You control what's open, the taxes, you know, your basic political garbage. So you can do that, and from there, we have the issue of they decided to instigate what they told us E3 was you can fight for one of them. Mm -hmm. And the problem is if someone said, hey, I joined a PvE server, I don't want to fight anyone. That was the whole point of joining PvE. Oh. And so they said, oh, well, we're only going to make two regions, so you have to do it that way. And they're like, oh, I don't want to do that. You're not listening to me. Right? Yeah. So they're like, oh... Well, then we'll just make it so there's only one province per content, you know, continent. So it's like, okay, you're still not listening to me. <laughs> so now you have the PV people going, wow, this is really great. Think that's awesome. Why did you make it smaller and sucky? Yeah. And you have the other side going, no, you're not listening. We don't want this crap. <laughs> so now everyone's mad. Everyone's upset. How, how do right. you feel the server populations are? Are people still playing the game? Is it starting to fall off? Um, I've seen a lot of... Uh, I think they've planned it well. I think the servers were pretty full. Like, they were really, like, really packed. Yeah. And um, they took care of that with channels. And so now when you go to the lower levels, you're not seeing eight channels. You're seeing four. But you still see the same amount of people. So it still feels rather populated. Okay. Good. Um, overall, I think the population's doing well. Um, you still see high levels on more than half the servers when you look at the server status. Okay. So, you know, I don't think they're the point where, like, oh, no, we have too many servers. We don't know what to do with it. Um, so they, they may be losing subscribers, but they, they are doing it in such a way that everybody who is still subscribing still has plenty of people to interact with? Yeah. I, they, they intentionally, I mean, that's one of the nice things about channel-based yeah. MMOs is you can cram them, and they just keep making more and more areas that, you know, look the same so everybody can keep playing with all their friends. And then when you're, you know, I've noticed the guilds are where you notice the population dropping because uh, out of the two guilds I have a month ago, they were peaking at that 300 number. And, you know, one of them's dropped under 150 now. So you get a lot of people who, uh, you know, have moved on. But you don't see that in the population. So it, it's, uh, it's handled pretty well. Um, the biggest problems other than... The Anarchy are the Nexus, which is supposed to be this 58 to 60, the world raid kind of thing. Big, massive ships or, you know, whatever, come down and attack major areas. And people are like, yeah, I still can't see what's going on. So <laughs> they need to fix that. It was like, it's basically like how Besieged was. Ooh. You try to 
find a monster, and by the time you've seen the monster, he's killed you and moved on and killed your friend, too. So this, technically, the game's falling apart in those battles. <clears throat> it can't handle the power of the, of the Nexus um, of the on Nexus. the server side, it seems. All right. Interesting. Um, those are the two major issues. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I said, the other one is you get to 60, you can run the same dungeons and you can run them at harder levels, but they don't really drop that much better stuff. They just drop it in higher percentage. Ooh, sounds like there's an end game problem then. Yeah, and that's what this content update is, is to, to address. Do. Okay, all right. So it gives you something to do other than. It sounds like that's coming free in it, August, so hopefully they'll help with at least that one of the issues you mentioned. Yeah, as far as I know, they haven't actually announced any expansion details. So everything they do is just yeah, we're making the game bigger and better and badder. So go. Well, for that's it. what Star Wars has been trying, but uh, that doesn't seem to be helping them. <laughs> hmm. Oh, well. And massively put out an editorial this week. It's like, what's the difference between a patch and an expansion at this point? Well, the expansion, the PR can... push, and the marketing, and getting people back into the game. I think. I don't. I, I think content additions typically have the same levels. They don't add new areas. They rarely add new classes or new races. And they're just more stuff in the same area. And then your expansions add. New lands, new races, new classes. So what if you have patches that do that? Then you're doing it wrong. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's what the editorial is asking, because Star Wars patches are coming very close to that. Well, yeah, but they're also panicking, so... Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I, I guess there's something to be said for having all that new stuff bundled in one big collection of it to get a lot of people back in and interested in playing the game so you get your friends interested in playing with you again and that sort of stuff. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Oh, whatever. MMO philosophy. Um, could talk for hours. John, would you mind explaining to us what's going on with Tales of Zillia? I'm playing it right now. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> How about, about the Western release of Tales of Zillia? Oh, right, yeah. I actually uh, I posted this, yes. uh, didn't I? Yes, you did. Yes. Um, the... Uh, the, the... Blech. The tales of uh, series producer uh, Hideo Baba um, talked with the uh, U.S. PlayStation blog. Uh, there's quite a lot of stuff discussed, actually. Um, the first one is he does kind of he he sort of takes a he does take a question about uh, the release of Tales games outside of Japan um, with regards to uh, Tales of Vesperia PS3. Uh, and his response, and I quote, is, Given the current resources assigned to the Tales of series team, I'm always trying to find ways to assign staff members to work on a Western localized title, as well as a new game for Japan when possible. However, the team's main objective is to create new titles for Japan first, and unfortunately, staff resources are not always available. Moving forward, I would really like to assemble teams to release as many of the main Tales of games overseas as possible. Which basically is saying, uh, yeah, we made JRPGs for Japan, not you guys. Ooh, harsh. Well, <laughs> Some positive things that came out of it was that the uh, international version will be identical to the Japanese version in terms of content. And, uh, well, I guess that's it, really. That's the yeah, only that, positive yeah, that, thing. The, 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 main, the, the, most of the, uh, the other stuff is uh, mostly just, just some, like, kind of uh, details on, like, things that, uh, like the battle system in Zillia. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, the, the, like, the important note to take away from it is the, uh, the international version will be identical to the Japanese version. Yay. Still um, no release although, date. 
No, still no confirmed release date, although it is sometime in 2013. Uh, the other thing, um, I, it, this is a kind of more of a personal confusion than, than anything else, but um, there were a couple of um, like uh, semi-exclusive DLC costumes. I'm not sure if they'll. I'm not sure if they'll come out. But then again, I'm not sure if most people would care. Mm. So. Well, usually Tales DLC consists of buying your way up levels in gold, right? Yeah, but most I think most of the ones that people actually buy are the costumes. Oh, okay, good. But they, they, um, Tales of Zillia had a uh, had an anime tie-in uh, set, which was with I think it was Star Driver, uh, and I'm not sure if they're going to release that one. Hmm. I don't know what that means, Star Driver. Uh, well, basically, they 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 released a costume pack. That was the characters, the the main characters from Tales of Zillia dressing up as the characters from Star Driver. Oh, as a tie-in. Looking up Star Driver now. Let's see. I've got no idea about it. So it looks um, it looks anime. Bunch of people in, in uniforms, so I guess they're students, and a big uh, mecha sort of robo thing. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. Star Driver, the next generation. Speaking of next things, Fan Fiction Patch is the next DLC for Rain Slick 3. It's also the first DLC for Rain Slick 3. Penny Arcade's On the Rain Slick Precipice of Darkness 3, to be Didn't precise. Did it just come out? Uh, yeah, it did just come out, but they've already got DLC. And it adds two costume sets for the main characters, uh, some bug fixes, balancing changes, and some typo corrections. And it is free. Hmm. It's on Xbox Live Independent Games <coughs> soon, and it's going to be i think it's already, it's already out, out on steam it's already out steam. yeah it's already bundled into the steam game yeah uh they've also announced that the layer of the seamstress will be the next free patch and it'll be uh released around pax i was wondering what was going on with that because she's played up a fair bit if you go into the building that describes all the glasses and stuff mm-hmm. and it was just like the seamstress the seamstress well i'm just realizing uh, just... now i have to actually buy the game my review code won't get the patch will it the um uh, well, well it might be on Steam. But... Well, my review my Steam. review copy is a is a actual <clears throat> bundled executable. Ah, um the uh, uh it just uh, in case anyone was interested, the two costume packs that are available are um there is a furry costume pack for everyone, and the other one gender flips everyone. I see. You know, because you really wanted to see that. Yeah. And they all have new names. So Gabe is Gabriella, and um, Tycho is Tyra, and Moira is... Oh, Michael? No. I can't remember anymore. Okay. Well, that's, uh, that's our news for the week. Thanks, everybody, for listening to the news. Let's jump into what we've been playing. Oh, but wait, let's jump into the MMO Roundup. That segment I always forget. Anna, hit us with the MMO Roundup. Oops, I accidentally closed it. Oh, (laughs) MMO Roundup fail. (laughs) It'll take me just a second. All right, everybody, play the MMO Roundup theme music. Whatever is in your head that you think is going to be theme music for MMO Roundup. Okay, here we go. Oh, I'm the only one doing it. All right, go for it. Um, Mr. Pandaria release date announced, end game dungeon testing scheduled. 
um, Diablo 3, RMAH Profits, um, confirmed to buy Miss of Pandaria. Star Wars Hill Republic wait, 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 adds wait. No, new... no, no, no. What? Okay. That was not English. So, <laughs> if, you st- if you sell stuff on the RMAH... Oh, you can buy Miss with it. Okay, carry on. Right. Yeah. Um, Star Wars Hill Republic adds new companion. Rift Online, free this week until July 29th, launches mobile app. Eve Online Inferno, setting fire to August 8th. Um, Final Fantasy XIV becomes reborn. APP Reloaded launches Major Patch, which was another one that was discussed in that joystick article. Um, Star Wars Clone War Adventures adds a training card game. Divinia officially launches added Cash Shop. C9 First Class Update, the Berserker Renewed. Fantasy Star Online brags about their numbers. They actually hit some pretty cool numbers. Let me actually pull this up so that I can make sure that I'm quoting accurate numbers. Um, oh, more than 700,000 yeah. users and 91,000 concurrent. That concurrent part is the important. Yes. Yeah. Is it really? Because yes. you only play with three of them. Yeah. <clears throat> Say if what? It's still Fantasy Star anyway. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, as far as the profitability, that's the important number, apparently. Yep. Well, that would I think, yeah. Um, Wargaming and Firefall both confirmed as attending Gamescom 2012. SOE confirms GDC Online 2012 attendance. Um, China Joy 2012 completes, which doesn't... <laughs> Have you guys even heard of China Joy? No. Okay. Um, Blizzard and Valve both wary of Windows 8. 8 million Gamigo accounts cracked. And um, I actually, there was a really cool editorial on um, Joyce called Things Not to Include in Family Friendly MMOs. Like what? I didn't know there were family friendly MMOs. Yeah, yeah there's, there's lots of these family <clears throat> oh, MMOs like oh, Double Hell and stuff like that. Wizards 101 and Pirates 101. Yeah. So this was um, Moving Beyond the Mundane Things to Get Rid of, Isometric Views. Big heads and eyes and hands and feet. Boring rooms. Metric-driven items. Etc. Wow. Isometric views are not family-friendly? No, no, no. They, these are things that are in kid-friendly MMOs yeah. and shouldn't be included anymore because they're boring. Oh, okay. I see. <laughs> why, why does friend, kid-friendly mean boring? I, I don't, don't know. It doesn't. Correlation. It's hey, just they're not saying that they're not kid friendly. They're saying that all the kid friendly MMOs have the same crap and they need to stop using them. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah. So kids need to find something new to do. Yeah, apparently. I can work with that. Well, I think the game makers need to find something new to put in the games for kids. Is what they're trying no, to say. No, that's okay. No, that's okay. Okay. <laughs> you're allowed to play terror all day, but not your kids. Is what you're trying to say. <laughs> My kid watches me play Terra. It's oh, all good. Okay. Oh, that's okay. All right. Yeah. Just not just not Club Penguin or anything like that. Well, if she wanted to play Club Penguin, sure. Oh. So you have no problems with Okay. I don't understand what you're saying. She Well, no, what I'm saying is I don't if if people need new things to do, I don't know why it's the kids are not going to be happy with isometric. It's like, really? That's what you're worried about? I know. <laughs> I think the people who review kids about. MMOs are tired of reviewing them is what the real issue that's is. That's what I think. <laughs> It's so, more like, well, we see the same stuff. I'm like, yeah, Pokemon hasn't changed in 10 years. What do you want? Yeah. So, Anna, please <clears> tell <throat> me more. What game added a trading card game to it? Um, the Star Wars 
um, Clone War Adventures. Oh, this is the kids one. Yes. Does that have isometric views? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, oh, it's got a card game. Oh, there's so many online card games. No, I need people, no, no, no. people, people, people on iPhone people. and iOS. I have the yes. game Summoner Wars. I want to play with you. Invite me. Summoner Wars? Summoner Wars. It's like Hero Academy, but the the board game that it was actually based on. And you have, uh, you have to buy it? Yes. Oh, buy it for me. Well, you, I, you haven't even signed into Hero Academy yet. I did the tutorial. I'm good. You didn't finish. You haven't set up your username. I can't invite you to a game yet. Oh, yeah. You, you have to set up that. your account <laughs> so I can actually play I'll you. I'll get to it. <laughs> You've said that for three weeks. <laughs> and I keep playing pocket playing. Yeah, Maybe so do one. I. That's true. No, you don't. I do. I'm almost... I passed you in three categories. How do you tell? Uh, you compare it to your friends on the leaderboards. You know, the Game Center comparison? Oh, I haven't tried that. Yeah, I own you in, like, long or most profitable trip. Yeah, because I haven't really expanded worldwide till recently. Yeah, I made 7,500. I did 6,000. Ooh. Yeah, ooh. I, I thought I had the best, and then I saw yours, and I'm like, all right, I really got to set it high now. And then my dad got 7,000, so I'm like, okay, 7,500. Summoner Wars apparently is free to get started, and it's a buck for a pack. So, and that's all you need to get going. So, you can try Summoner Wars, Mike. I don't know. It's a lot of money. A dollar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just spent three bucks on Dungeon Defenders. Come on. You actually bought that on iOS? No. Oh. Why would I buy it on iOS when it's free on Android? Oh, is it? That's yeah. That's funny. Because it's second wave or whatever. It's not the same thing. It's the same on iOS. It's not the same thing either. Yeah. So, I would just do... Dungeon Defenders. No, I meant three bucks for all the yeah, DLC. Awful controls on. I couldn't figure out how to shoot. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I was just like, only um, played on PC. Dumb. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we need to play some Dungeon Defenders. What's up with that? I got a forty-six. Let's find something for me to do with you. Mostly power level you to a decent level. That's fine. There are maps. Oh wait, that's only in the private servers. Anyway, moving on. Let's talk about new releases this week. Growl Lancer, Wayfarer of Time, finally comes out. Yay! Yay! Yay. Somebody about fixed that my box. Now playing. Somebody fixed my box. Yes, fixed I my... fixed all your you, boxes. You fixed my box. Thank you. And then I put in the intro. Yes, I'm that bored. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So who's going to be playing Growl Lancer? I'm already yep. playing it. And is it Growl Lancer or Growl Lancer? It's Growl Lancer. Growl Lancer. Oh my gosh. Growl Lancer. Growl answer. Got it. I don't care. <laughs> it is game I like to play. It is game fun time. It is game fun time. That's all Sam needs in life, game fun time. I see. I love you. Really? Fair of time is so good. Not you. <laughs> oh, and I'm sad. Growl answer. Growl answer. <laughs> okay. And then there's Kingdom Hearts, Chris. Okay. Wait, I'm excited. No, I'm not. Tried. Excited for Kingdom Hearts? Yay. I still yes, have a, Kingdom Hearts yes. 3D Dream Drop Distance comes out on the 3DS. Who's excited for that? All my European friends ask if I've been playing it already. I'm like, no, it's you not morons. Out here. Got it weeks early. Uh, what is that other game that they've all got two weeks early? Oh, wait, no, that's the Japanese people playing New Super Mario Brothers 2, which I'm also jealous for. Yeah. 
but I still don't read Japanese, so it's okay. <laughs> well, Europe did get Heroes of Rune two weeks earlier than we did, but I don't think anyone cares that no, much. No, it doesn't sound like it. Hmm. Poor guys. Yay, they got a crappy game early! You know, what was it? It's like an almost $40 game, and you only get eight hours worth of an experience. Oh, seriously? It's short, too? It's short. Oh, my goodness. I didn't know Every that. Every person I've talked to has said they've beaten it about eight hours. Yeah, this is why we feel that the text doesn't match the score in that review. <laughs> I have nothing against the review. I have something against $40. I was hoping Manny hours. would be back by now so we could ask him if he's had a chance to play with uh, Heroes of Ruin or check out a demo or anything. I, I was interested in his opinion on it because I know he really liked it at E3 um, last year, not this year. So I don't, I, I don't know if he played it this year. But uh, Manny, when does the XL come out? Uh, August eighth, August twenty eighth. Someone had asked me, "Is like, have you bought an XL yet?" And I'm like, "I didn't think it came out yet." It's not out till uh, New Super Mario Brothers Two is out. Oh, okay, so I need to get New Super Mario Brothers Two. And then I need to pre-order... August 19th, $200. Code Princess, is that what it was? Um, Code of Princess, if you want yeah, another. Code of Princess. That's the one that's, that's the like... That's the one I want to play. That's the one that's like... Uh, Guardian Heroes. Thank you. See? Yeah. Someone knows what I'm thinking. That's the one I want. <laughs> yeah, that's actually one I'm excited for. What else do they want for uh, 3DS? I don't recall. Uh, for 3DS? Oh. I don't know. Did yeah. you finally get to your five games? Because yeah. I thought you hadn't. Oh, Atronasi 4, that's right. Is that a 3DS game? Yes. Yeah. Oh. That's one of the reasons why I was like, hey, I need a 3DS now, because I need that. Because <laughs> you need that. Have you finished any of those? Yeah. Oh, I didn't realize you played them to completion. Wow, they're long. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, I have not finished 2, because I hate 2 so much. Because you, you pick up all these quests, mm-hmm. and then there's like... Nothing you can do with it because you carry them to the end of the game and you have no room for more quests. And I'm like, really? That's not cool. Mm, that is so no good. Th- that really bugged me in general. Other than that, yeah, I'm good to go. So this is weird. We also have Risen 2 Dark Waters listed as coming out this week, but I know it's already out on PC. Is it just coming it's to console? It's just consoles? not out on console yet. Okay. The console versions got pushed back due to some... They're going to make it better because it's only got like a 69 score on PC. Like I said, I'm not entirely sure what the issue was for the pushback, but... You think it's a bug or something that they had to fix? Well, it's funny because when they released the first Arisen um, on Xbox, it was virtually unplayable. Oh, fun. So, So I'm assuming this was an attempt of, well, we don't want that to happen again. You could not make your game suck at the start. That would work better. I wouldn't know I didn't play the console version of Risen. I just it's just hearsay from people I know who did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well they fixed that, right? <laughs> who knows? Knowing well, my friends know. they were probably smart enough to trade it in after. Hmm. Alright. Well, we're gonna be smart enough to move on. To yeah, what we've really been quickly, playing. Oh, oh Manny! Yay! Manny's Manny! Alive. Yay! Really quickly before I go, I did not like Heroes of Ruin at E3. Oh, I thought you had. Okay. No. All right. No, I think Manny and I were the ones who were like, eh. Yeah. Everyone else sounded excited about it. And then 
I think, not to put words in Anna's mouth, I think you said you were disappointed because it was the exact same demo last year and it nothing has changed. changed. Yeah. Okay. Which is a valid complaint, I would think. If nothing's changed, that's have just you, like, really? Oh. You had a whole year. Michael, so. you will have to download the demo and see if you like it on the uh, when you get your 3DS. Yeah, to be fair, though, if you want a, that kind of a game on the DS, there aren't that many options. That's true. So, But if I want that kind of game, I'd play it on a system better designed for it. I don't know. I mean, maybe you have a long bus ride. <laughs> I'm, so sure, what I'm thinking... If I'm in a commute, maybe. He, here's what I'm thinking. If you want a bad Diablo-style game, you can get one for a lot cheaper on your smartphone. It's called Dungeon Hunter. Is that you know? the criteria? How <laughs> I was going to say. It's called... That is pretty bad, I will admit. I mean, but I mean, if you... If, if, I'm just saying, if you're going to be disappointed spending 40 bucks or disappointed spending a dollar, which one do you want to go? That's funny that you say that, Chris, because yeah. if you remember that Dungeon Hunter Dungeon Hunter Alliance yeah. was a, like a, a $40 game on the Vita. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I, I, I'm, one, I'm really hoping they gave them more than just the PS3 game. I doubt it. Because that was a $15 game on PS3. Oh, no. It was a straight up. It was the iPhone version. They didn't get the PS3 version. Are you kidding me? That's terrible. Well, come on. It's Game Loft. Yeah. (laughs) Well, that's Ubisoft, really. So. (sighs) No, but the Game Loft division of Ubisoft. I mean, Game Loft is notorious. Yeah. No. Oh, that's depressing. What? Oh wait! Really quickly, while we're talking about these kind of dungeon crawlers on portables, whatever happened to Layer? Remember? Layer. What about it? It was announced for Vita like more than two years ago. Layer? Or like two years ago? Uh, Layer is the dragon Lair. game on PS3. Yeah, Layer's dragon game thingy. That's the one we're no, talking about. Warriors Layer is what Manny's talking about. Warriors you know, Layer. of Layer. Rune. It, it was called Rune, and then they changed the name to Warriors Layer. Okay. It's right, still that's... listed. It's still listed that it is coming out in 2012. Do you remember two years ago, Chris? It was uh, at the v- it was a uh, the guy Ruined, came on stage I remember. and he had this big yeah. presentation. It's going to be playable on the PS3. It's going to be playable on your Vita. You're going to yeah. go back and forth. I just didn't care. I, at least I don't think I cared. I was just thinking like it, it's been two years. What's taking them so long? I don't know. See, and I got that confused with Heroes of Ruin. All of these games sound so generic. I know. Warrior's Lair, Diablo. I mean, seriously, Torchlight. They they t- they can't make I them without generic names. It seems torchlight. like Torchlight. Like, where did the name come from? I don't know. Was there a torch that I never saw? I, I assume it's the name of the village in the game, but I don't know. Yeah, but that was a dumb name for a village. <laughs> it's a fantasy game. What do you expect? Oh, burn. Ooh. All right, Manny. Before you go, you didn't play anything this week. Anything no, you tell us? nothing. I I know I learned my lesson. Don't. Oh, there's no reason to bore people who come to an RPG cast with the latest first-person shooter I've been playing. I think you should. Tell us about it. Um. Oh, if you're really quickly interested, I'll I'll say I finished Syndicate. Ooh. And how was it? Um, I'm of two minds. Like I said, this is like I I have a nuanced I like I have this big nuanced feel of how I feel the game. I feel like the game came to its own in the last hour and a half. Of that game, if the if the entire game was that last hour and a half, I would have enjoyed it much more because I was using all of my powers and abilities, like in quick like in quick succession. I was like thinking on the fly. There were a lot of enemies to fight. The we- I had like a great variety of weapons at my disposal because 
like it's a short game. It's like a six hour game, and you don't even get all of your powers until like maybe three hours in. And then after directly after you do get all your stuff, there's a long section where you can't even use your powers on these people because they don't have these chips in their head that you can override because you know oh. it's a cyberpunk universe. So like by the time you actually get all the weapons you want to use and all the powers you want to use, there's only an hour and a half left in the game. So it it was a but you know and you know a little predictable ending but fun exp- it was a fun cyberpunk experience so, but i think where that game really shines and if you see it in the store because i think microsoft stores are still selling it for 10 dollars is the co-op there's a bunch of co-op maps it's you and four other players um it feels like a little bit like a like you're doing little dungeon runs mixed with borderlands you're going in there you're uh, you and four people are using different abilities and powers to prop each other up the whole time you're earning experience points and levels to uh, upgrade uh, your weapons and abilities and new unlocks. And it's like there's always something going on and you're always earning something like all the time. You're always getting experience points. You're always moving. And it's, there's a bunch of maps and it's fun to go in there with different people. And there's a lot of replay value there. So I think for ten, if you can get it for $10, go get Syndicate. And please get it on 360 because I want somebody to play with. <laughs> Those are not a lot of people. Oh, there surprisingly there are, but no one I know. Mm. I think I was playing with like a nine year old yesterday. <laughs> he didn't ask you for chocolate milk, did he? Shut up. He was like, Oh dude, headshot. Oh my god. Yeah, I got him. Oh god. Hey, guys. Except this is on the Xbox, so it sounds like Xbox does a sound one? That was actually pretty accurate, Mike. Like I know. I, I actually plugged in the Xbox mic just to help. <laughs> no, oh, kidding. did you? Okay. No. No, because we all know it's the bandwidth issue. It's nothing yeah, with the microphone. I know. I was like, does your mom know you're playing this game? <laughs> <laughs> Don't never say that to a kid on Xbox Live. That's just He's just going to unleash a, the longest string of foul profanity you've ever heard if you say that. <laughs> no, he can't. I've had it happen before. It's my, hilarious. The hammer, and there's a lot of words to come after that. <laughs> <laughs> You're probably gay. <laughs> is, that, is that your reply to the nine-year-old? <laughs> it may not be appropriate. Wow, did you edit that one? Men on next live, they, don't, they got it rough. <laughs> Poor kids. That's why I try not to play with randoms on Mass Effect multiplayer if I can avoid it. You really a girl? Are you hot? Go make me a sandwich. I had that happen once. It was like, who's this Nick spot and why is she taking all our points? <laughs> why is she taking our points? Why is she taking our points? It's mean. I, I didn't even open my mouth and I was like, so yeah, I am a girl and yeah, get over it. <laughs> they were not happy with me. It's like, oh, girls can't do good at Mass Effect multiplayer. Man. But you were taking all the cool. points, right? But I was taking all the points. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, yes, obviously. It's just funny to listen to people on live. I remember once there was this one kid and he was yelling at his mom and he left the mic on. Oh. And, I, and Glenn and I were sitting there like, what the hell is this? <laughs> oh, I want to eat dinner now. I'm playing Mass Effect. That was pretty go. much the conversation. It was awesome. <laughs> God, mom! The following pages have become unresponsive. I can no longer see the Olympics. Oh. Okie dokie. 
But right. that's okay, because Croatia lost by 25, so it's all right. So you taking off, Manny? Manny, get back to this laundry. It's not going to fold itself. <laughs> okay. Manny, this, is Manny. Why you have, this is why you have kids. <laughs> hey, I'm sorry. Household, household chores pop up sometimes. I want to go brush my teeth. <laughs> Even during the RPG cast? <laughs> during the podcast, too important. <laughs> hey, must do the stop. The <laughs> Before it started, though. He didn't go after it started. <laughs> Well, whatever. You guys were giving me grief. I said, well, that laundry's wet. I got to go do it. I wasn't giving you any grief. Come on. I'm the peacemaker. All no, right. we just we sang you? you a song, and you didn't hear we did. it. We did. We did sing you a song, and you missed it. Oh, I'll have to download this wonderful podcast later while I'm folding laundry. <laughs> what are you really going to do? <laughs> I think he There's might one, actually he go. He's secretly going to read Fifty Shades of Grey. Ooh. Told you never to say that out loud. <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Michael, what have you been playing this week? All right, wait, wait. Catch you I, all. all right. Yeah, bye, Manny. Buddy, bye-bye. All right, see you. Bye, Manny. I've been playing Dungeon Defenders. I think he is going to do laundry, by the way. Realize joking, that the man. max level is now 90. I'm like... Are you kidding? It takes me three times experience to get from 71 to 74 as it did to get to 70. I'm sorry, uh, you need to help me. Take? What was the max level before? People don't know. When I when I stopped playing in February, <clears throat> the max level was 74. Okay. And it was 3 to 4 million XP to get from 1 to 70. Yeah. And then like to get from 70 to 74 was something like 16 million XP. Okay. So you're like, that's a little bigger than it used to be. <laughs> <clears throat> so I'm scared what 90 must be. Yeah. Uh, I do know that if you don't play on their, their ranked servers, there are mods you can download from the Steam Workshop oh, for yeah. that game, and they will like level you up super fast. Yeah. It, you can go to 1 to 90 on the easiest level uh, starter zone because it's like, okay, why would I do that? Now I have all my points and I'm level 90, but I can't play with anyone. Why not? Um, <clears throat> because nothing you do outside of TrendyNet can be used on TrendyNet. Oh, right. So if I'm trying to, to get host a game with your friends, yeah. Right. <clears throat> so you're okay. hosting a game or something, and it's like, well, what's the point in that? So Dungeon I Defenders, for people who don't know, is like half Diablo, half tower defense sort of thing. It's, it's tower defense with an action scene. Yeah, and there's loot dropping, and so you're searching for better and better equipment. Right, this is where the RPG side came in, which is how we got pulled in in the first place. Because you actually have characters you level with stats. And um, you don't have different abilities. Everybody, every class has the same ability, but you can decide where to put your points. And you're gaining levels the whole time. So, you know, it's, it's more RPG than your typical tower defense. Mm -hmm. um, that said, uh, I have a new respect for the summoner class. I spoke before, I didn't get it. Um, one thing... You said in, that to me. You didn't say it on the show. Oh. Yeah. Well, I thought it might have been post-show. Okay. But one thing I did, uh, that limits your ability to just build and build and build is, of course, it's called defense units. So you can only build so much for a whole zone. So the harder it gets, the more you have to do, right? Well, summoners don't count. They have their own count. Mm -hmm. So you can pretty much double like your ranged attack yeah. using summoners. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's really cool. Yeah, the summoner <laughs> class in that game, instead of being like tower defense focused, it's like you are controlling minions in a real-time strategy fashion. Right, except you can, a lot of people, what they do is they level summoner really high just so they can put archers everywhere because then you're not using 
your defensive units for attack, you're using it for walls and for barriers and for other things. And that leaves you plenty of uh, room to deal with the minions to deal with the actual attacking. Hmm. So that's kind of a, a neat thing that how people are handling Nightmare now because apparently some of the new Nightmare levels are crazy. Cool. Um, well, I want to play that with you, so let's I know figure you out how to do that. This afternoon, maybe. There's six-player maps now, so... Ooh, okay. Getting those to get some of the costumes. Okay. Uh, another thing... Oh, no, no, sorry. I meant I was switching to another... Another game I played was Terra, of course. Yes. Um... I don't have a lot to say. Yeah. Um, That's okay. People probably here. appreciate that. I know. <laughs> That's why I'm not really rushing into it. So, uh, I'm excited to see this new content. I probably won't actually get to see it until you know September at the rate I level. But it's good to see. I like to see games that are constantly evolving. That was one thing I really liked about Sword in the World was there was always new stuff. And then when they got the freeze, that's when we got bored. You remember? Do you recall that at all? Um, for sorry, the phone's going off here. Uh, uh, for yeah. Sword of the New World. For Sword of the New like, World, there was a freeze. What sort of freeze? When we when they were coming out with all the content, like month after month. Oh, you and I yeah. were playing all the time. Yes. And then they had that. What was it? Eighteenth month freeze. Yeah, because there was yeah lots because of issues. Of what issues? Yeah, yeah. but <laughs> you know that killed it for me. So as long as there's right. new stuff coming out, I'll keep trying to play and having fun. And it's not like I haven't paid till December anyway. So why not? <laughs> yeah, I think I've paid through September. So, you only paid three months. Yeah, man, there was hardly a deal on that. What was the point of that? Um, um, at this point, given how little I'm playing, and I'm probably I'm glad I didn't pay more. So, oh, see, so yeah, I will probably have like by the time I'm done with uh, my subscription at this point, I'll probably have like four sixty. So you know, I'm not really that worried. Yeah, you're doing pretty good with it. <laughs> <laughs> You're getting your what? money's worth. Yeah, uh, I'm down from 65 hours a week. What do you want? That's good. I, I do want to play some more with you on that. I want to get to 60 and try some some of this frustrating endgame content just to see what that's about. But I'm going to have to watch my laptop catch on fire. Yeah, yes. that'll be exciting. Yes. <laughs> um, other than that, iPhone stuff, we already talked kind of hinting at pocket planes. Mm-hmm. Um. <clears throat> It's weird. I want to kind of discuss the transatlantic stuff, but I don't know how much people care. But it's just the whole thing of, like, you don't really get planes that can make it this far unless you stretch them out and pay big bucks for it. Because I've, what, we're level 16, which means we played for a good while. Yeah. And I've heard people like, yeah, I'm, like, level 15, and I, you know, I'm already gone this, that, and the other. I'm like, how did you do that? Because you're you're I, you're jumping through a lot of level 2 cities to make it happen. Well, no, no, no. The level, t- the f- the closest you can get on level two cities, yeah, is Madrid to Boston. Boston. Yeah, yeah, and Boston and New York are actually so close that your level two upgrade for range covers both of those. Sure. So you don't even need Boston. Sure. Um, but that just seems like bad planning. It's like you can barely make it with class twos, but yet that's where the money is. Well, I think I you're not. I think you are supposed to wait a long time before you do worldwide class three airports in pocket planes. I think it's meant well, to be deeper and longer plane than that. Or you're supposed to give them five bucks. I don't know. Uh, maybe, <laughs> yeah, and then upgrade all your planes range. Yeah. Well, yeah, because I mean, it costs uh, like thirteen bucks. Yeah. 
for its range. So it cost me 26 bucks, but at the time I had 258, so I didn't really care. I got 200 from buying five bucks. When Michael says I, bucks, he means uh, the fake in-game currency that, yeah, the that you can buy for real money, but... Yeah, that I paid five dollars. I know, I know. I'm not. I'm no, not criticizing I'm, I'm, you. I'm using the money yeah. dollars versus yeah. bucks. Got it. Got it. Okay. Because um, yeah, I thought I would support a game. Nobody's that I understanding get. anything we're talking about, are they? No, not really. No, but that's, I was like, <laughs> I don't. You know, it's like I thought that was a flaw. Okay. But yeah. Um, I like the weird things. I just I tried the starship. By the way. Yeah, don't it's not profitable ship. at all. Not at all. Not in I the took, least. I took three people and I lost four hundred bucks. And I tried to go to London. And I was going to lose a thousand bucks. I'm like, yeah, you're going back in storage. Yeah. <laughs> that was a waste. I mean, of time. It, it's it's advantage to can get mostly across the world in one go. But um, yeah, that's another question. How do you go Pacific? Can you not do Pacific? You have to go left to right. It looks like. Or right yeah, to left. Like, yeah, like the world does not scroll. This is a flat world. Oh, See, right. and I think that's what it is. It's a flat world. Because they're right. po- they're bitizens and it's two D. They're, they're bitizens, yeah. So I was trying to see like what is my range to go to Asia because yeah. it clearly went off the map. Yeah, but it no, it doesn't show up on the other side. Nope. I'm like, really? Yep. Then then why is the longest distance not Honolulu to Tokyo or something? <laughs> it's like, why, why is there a long distance that isn't that? I so I was a little confused in the achievements, but overall, um, other than Castle Age, that's my life because I do actually have to work once in a while. Yes. All right. Fair enough. Um, I've been playing mostly pocket planes this week, and I've been getting back into World of Warcraft a little bit by going out and collecting pets uh, in order to make way for the Pokemon-type gameplay in the next uh, expansion. I want to kind of bolster the amount of pets I have on my character, so I'm looking forward to finishing that out some. And that's all I've got for gaming. Um, I've been slacking. Anna, What's a do you, dragon oh. race? What? So Dragonvale has announced a dragon race. I'm like, how does that work? Oh. Do I know Dragonvale? You were like level 20, I think. Oh, this is the, the Raise a Dragon farm game that I played. Yes. 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 And there's so a you dragon race. Oh, you race your dragons now. I guess so. I don't okay. know if you race them against your friends, because it's not like they have stats. Yeah. Who knows? Sounds dumb. All right. So, Anna, what have you been playing this week? Um, World of Warcraft, Final Fantasy Thirteen, and I'm waiting for Kingdom Hearts. Waiting for Kingdom Hearts. Is that a game? Yes. You've also yeah. been playing No Zombies fun. and lots of pocket planes. And yep. I've been trying to get you to try the new <clears throat> Tiny Tower update, but you haven't tried it. <laughs> Sorry. That's okay. You're not insulting me. And we're playing lots of Watch Olympics this week. That's my plan. Is that your plan, Sam? Is that what you're playing this week? Olympics? No. No, not going to watch a lot of Olympics? I'm probably going to watch a little bit. It'll, it'll be more of a case of sports I'm interested in. Okay. Like, I'm mad I missed archery, but I'll watch that later on the recap. Yeah. And then I'll watch, watch all the watch. rowing events because right. I Well, you can bring it up on demand rowing. on the website, too. Yeah. It'll be cash You can watch it in its entirety if you don't want the commentary. Yay. <laughs> See, I'm a big fan of the <clears throat> rowing events. Mm-hmm. I love watching, like, the skulls and the dragon boat and all that kind of stuff so i'm gonna watch that as soon as i know when it's on the skulls and the dragon boat there's uh it's called skulls it's their form of rowing oh, oh so wait. there's not like actually skulls on the boats or dragons no. on the oh that's no. too bad no Chris? that would be so much better event. what mike she's in canada yeah i don't know if she can use NBCOlympics.com. um they've got their own site they can go to 
CTV uh, has a site. We have CTV, BBC, and it's it's very crappy. easy to proxy yeah, the BBC. Yeah, the CTV site is dismal. This oh. year, the I will just, Canadian coverage just, seems to be a lot worse. Yeah, last well, it's not on CBC. That's part yeah, of the problem. That's the problem. It's not on CBC last year. We don't last. have Ron McLean yeah. and Don Cherry giving us commentary. I'm very sad about that. I miss Don Cherry's commentary about the Olympics. So that kid over there, yeah, he's got a lot of fight, his, a lot of pep. I don't miss his political rants. No, I don't either, but I'm just, I miss more of just the hideous outfits plus not knowing anything about a particular sport he's talking about. That's always fun. No, I mean, for the Olympic coverage, I will be watching it and playing uh, Grow Lancer, Growl Lancer, Wayfarer of Time. Um, as I have the review copy. Um, unfortunately, it's a very long game, so I am pretty sure I'm not going to have a review ready for Tuesday. Seraphim Kitten is cheering for you because he used to be an archer. Huh, nice. Yay! Um, I like archery too. I love archery. I think it's so neat. <laughs> In any case, uh, Girl Answer Wayfarer of Time is very good. I don't like it as much as Growlancer 2 Sense of Justice. A lot of people hail this one as the best one in the series. I'm about 17 hours and I'm still not seeing how it's the best in the series, but that's okay because there's still obviously a lot to go. Um, a lot of the boys in this game look like girls. Kind of scares the crap out of me sometimes. <laughs> uh, but I mean, it's a gridless tactical game. So there's a lot to enjoy there. Um, they replaced a lot of just the regular skills with the knacks, which the knacks came into play. I believe it was in uh, Heritage of War, which was five, the one that everyone didn't like that we got on PS2. But the story's kind of interesting. It's about killing angels, um, which I'm always a fan of when we get that sort of mythos. Um but yeah, I'm already anticipating that long game is long, just because some of the dungeons in this game are just not fun at all. Hmm. The localization's really good, though. I am, I'm quite enjoying what Atlas did. I'm kind of disappointed that we didn't get the first game, just because it's got the connections to Sense of Justice. I mean, I don't know how much all of you has played of, of Girlancer. I know Michael has played Girlancer. Yeah, I didn't like it at all. So I'm and not you didn't a good. Like it. Yeah, I don't. I can't even say specifically what it was. I just didn't like it. It is definitely one of those series where, I mean, first off, because it's a gridless tactical game, that's already a hit and miss concept. Because either you're going to like the fact that your characters are going to move automatically to wherever they need to go, or you're not going to like it because you can't stop it sometimes. Mm-hmm. So there is that part. Um, the stories are very hit and miss in the Girl Answer series. Part of what I loved about Sense of Justice was the fact that the whole story in that game was about brainwashing people into peace. But how can mm-hmm. you live in a world with brainwashing people into peace if you need war to create history? It was a very cool idea. This one here, it's just so far I've noticed it's, oh my god, we're ruined children and now we must go kill the angels because we might be related to them. That's all I've got so far. And oh my god, pretty boys. <laughs> and oh my god, pretty boys. Right. This series, oh my goodness. Like, I've, I've always loved the art style, and I, I realize that the artist who does it is a 
somebody who's notorious for doing hentai. <laughs> um, but that's I think okay. We mentioned that when we did the uh, the preview articles for it. Yes, because um, he made Plastic Little and a couple other anime series years ago. I mean, and I think the artwork is gorgeous. It's just holy crap! Some of the women—they look like they're falling out of their clothes. I mean, wait, what game? <laughs> I don't now like cleanser. Sorry, I was listening. Now, what's going on? But now the the women who are falling out of their clothes interests you. Yeah. All right. Then see now I, you need. I to admit I'm still a man, so deal with it. So I think you need to play this game then, just for women falling out of their clothes. Well, I have Tara for that, but sure. Bah, Tara. Nice. Yes. And then his. This is really the only game I've been playing other than Mass Effect multiplayer. Glenn and I continue to try to murder everything. He's so much better than I am at the game, though. <laughs> but other than that, yeah, that's what I've been up to. Cool. Cool. Um, that leaves John. What you been playing? Um, well, my uh, my HD capture card finally turned up this week, the one I mentioned on the cast on Monday. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've mostly been trying to uh, playing various things, trying to get that tested out, uh, and it does work. Um, and uh, I did manage to do a, a, a 45-minute recording of uh, Tales of Vesperia earlier in the week, but I hadn't set my uh, I hadn't set my um, uh, I hadn't set my streaming settings properly, so uh, I had a, quite a lot of dropped frames. So most most of the rest of this week was trying to figure out how to get my bit rate set right so I wasn't dropping frames. And I think I've managed to solve it now. So I do have a functional stream that I will probably occasionally stream some import games through. I'll post the link in the chat for people. But for people who are listening to the recording, I stream on twitch.tv under the name Mecha Quinn because Quinn was taken. Mecha Quinn. All right. Mecha Quinn. M-E-C-H-A-Q-U-I-N. Sweet. Good spelling. Yes, I can spell. Well, I think that's what everyone's been playing. And uh, I, yeah, oh. other than that, it's just just uh, my normal uh, my normal run-throughs on my uh, on Saints uh, uh, City of Heroes, and I've been playing a bit of Saints Row the Third this week. My landlord is breaking into the house. That's cool. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I think it's time for me to wrap up. Thanks, everybody, for being on the show today. Thank you for uh, listening and being in the chat room. 9 a.m. Pacific, noon Eastern is when we run the chat room. Uh, if you'd like to leave us feedback, it's podcast.rpgamer.com and uh, board at rpgamer.com. 608-729-4098 is the voicemail. Um, look forward to those games coming out next week, like some Kingdom Hearts, and let us know what you think of it. And anything else people need to know? Enjoy the Olympics. Anything else we yeah, should Olympics. Olympics. Yay, Olympics. And I'm, Yay, Olympics. I'm Yay, gonna, extra life. Yay, stuff. <clears throat> Somebody let me know in the forums how to use a VPN to watch BBC, because I don't know how. I have to figure what? out how to do that. Use a proxy or VPN to, to watch the BBC iPlayer. I don't know how to do this. I'm like, say, I, using a proxy is really easy. See, I don't know where to click to watch the Olympics is my problem. Oh, on, on their just site? Log on to the one. Let's just log on to the BBC. Just go to the BBC website. It's... Really okay. quite easy to find. It must be very. It must be completely hidden from me in the U.S. So once I get through a proxy, maybe it'll be different. Right. Hang on, hang on. Yeah. Okay. Well, with that, <laughs> I'm going to go hack the BBC. Everyone, enjoy your day and uh, in the Olympics and whatever else is going on. And we'll see you next week.
Bye. Bye-bye. Bye now. Bye.